It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Ah, made it to a Friday. Welcome in Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears not in studio today. I am live at Old Capital Golf Club in Corden, Indiana. For uh, the Old Capital Invitational, biggest event of the year here at Old Capital Golf Club. Welcome in, doing the show from here today. So no calls, no M&M Cartage hotline today. The Thornton's text line is open if you'd like to text the show, 502-414-1450. 414-1450. Thornton's is the uh, perfect stop. Don't forget, for all the best pick-me-up items you need to get your day started, like fresh coffee, delicious donuts, visit our friends at Thornton's and hit me up on the Thornton's text line 502-414-1450. Going to have a guest or two on the show today. Timothy Wiseman, general manager here at the Old Capital Golf Club, will join me. I'm uh, stationed at the uh, putting green in between the ninth green and the 18th green. I can't even see the 18th green. It's down in a bit of a valley, but I'll be watching some guys coming in here on number nine. Frustrated faces, happy faces, um, maybe alcohol-induced faces, but uh, again, this is the biggest biggest event of the year for, uh, for this golf club. It is majestic. It is gorgeous out here. The view I have, I can see about three or four holes from uh, up here on my perched location, and um, this is a place you need to play. I, I personally have never played here but just uh, the vibe out here, this is golf. This is what golf is about. And we'll talk to Timothy Wiseman a little bit later about all of that stuff. Game four tonight, NBA Finals, the Celtics and the Warriors from Boston. Celtics with a 2-1 lead in the series. The big story, will Steph Curry play tonight? He went down with four and a half minutes to go, got landed on accidentally by Al Horford as they were chasing a loose ball. And for a minute there, it Felt as if Steph Curry wasn't going to get up. He rolled over on his back. He was in a lot of pain, and you thought, uh-oh, this, this looks like it could be a knee. Turns out it's a lower leg injury. Steph said, going to give it a go tonight. But Clay Thompson even said, look, if we don't have Steph Curry, we're in trouble tonight. Uh, so that is the one thing to keep an eye on. By the way, the Celtics are a four-point favorite tonight, over under 214 in that game. Game one went over quite comfortably, even though the fourth quarter score was 23-11. to 11, Only 34 points scored in that fourth quarter. Third quarter, fourth quarter, that's been the difference in this series. The Warriors have won the third quarter handily. The Celtics have won the fourth quarter handily. We go back to game one when Golden State had a 12-point lead going into the fourth quarter, and the Celtics won the game in regulation by 12 points. We go back to game four, or excuse me, game three, when Golden State got back in the game with a run in the third quarter. They actually took the lead early in the fourth quarter, but the Celtics owned that fourth quarter, only 11 points for Golden State in the fourth quarter. And then, of course, uh, game two, 35-14, third quarter, propelled the uh, Golden State Warriors to their only win of the series. So will Steph play? That's the big question. Left foot injury. He remains questionable on the injury report, but um, look, I said the same thing about Robert Williams III on Wednesday. If he can play at all, he's going to play. If he can play with a bad foot and you don't want to let the other team know how bad it is and he's a decoy, all right, so be it. He will be on the floor tonight. 
if he's not, then that injury is a lot worse than we were led to believe after the game on Wednesday night. The other question, Draymond, a couple more questions here. Draymond Green. Which Draymond Green shows up here? The Draymond Green that is an irritant or the Draymond Green that sort of said, you know what, I'm going to try to play within the rules this week. I'm not going to get on the officials too much. I'm not going to trash talk a whole lot. He didn't play well th- uh, on Wednesday in game three. He didn't play well. Plain and simple. Eight points or two points, excuse me. Very few rebounds, very few assists. He fouled out with uh, about four and a half minutes to go. It was not Draymond Green. Some guys have to play that way. Now, the difference is Draymond Green used, Draymond Green used to be a huge factor in Golden State Warrior basketball. Point forward, distributor, rebounder, uh, could put points on the board. He's not that Draymond Green anymore. When Dennis Rodman was an irritant to the other team, Dennis Rodman was still getting 17 rebounds a game. Uh, you had to deal with the player, uh, Dennis Rodman, and not just the irritant, not just the personality of Dennis Rodman. If you're the Celtics, you're only dealing with the personality here because defensively, you're not going to allow Draymond Green to do what Draymond Green wants to do. And if you don't let him get under your skin, as the Celtics didn't in Game 3, then you're going to have a good chance to win the ball game because he has been a non-factor. He has one of the worst three-game finals performances for a starter in history. So which Draymond shows up tonight? I expect irritating, in-your-face, knocking people over, yelling at the officials, maybe get an early technical Draymond Green because that's where his energy comes from. And if he doesn't do those things, he's not a factor. He doesn't score. He doesn't rebound. He doesn't distribute. And that's what happened in Game 3. He was a forgotten man in Game 3. Draymond Green brought nothing to the table in Game 3, offensively, defensively, or what he likes to do most, irritating the other team. It just wasn't there. And the third question, will experience step up tonight? We heard going into this series that no Celtic had ever played a minute of finals basketball. Yet for the Warriors, you had Steph Curry, you had Klay Thompson, you had Draymond Green, you had Andre Iguodala. You had a whole lot of guys with a whole lot of finals experience, and that might be the difference. That hasn't been the difference. That hasn't shown itself. I think it will show itself tonight because championship teams have a championship feel, and they know when the red light is turned on, so to speak. I think the Warriors will be ready tonight. Not sure if they can win the game, and I don't think they can win the game unless Steph Curry can play effectively, but I'm going to take the four points here. I'm going to take the four in the Golden State Warriors. And I look, it's still a Warrior team that's won a road game in 26 consecutive series. They're going to have to win a road game in this series if they're going to be world champions. Can they? I don't know. I don't know. And if Steph Curry's out, I don't think they can. But if Steph Curry plays tonight, and if Steph Curry's effective tonight, I think the Golden State Warriors are going to send this game, this uh, series, back to San Francisco at two games apiece. Third quarter woes for the Celtics. Here's an unbelievable number. Unbelievable. In the three games in the third quarter, Golden State has outscored Boston 106 to 63. 106 to 63 in three games, yet they've lost two of those games. Why? 
because in the fourth quarter, Boston has outscored Golden State in the in the three games, 87 to 47. That's right. The Warriors are averaging just under 16 points a game in the fourth quarter. That's atrocious. That's Orlando Magic scoring, right? That is uh, Oklahoma City Thunder scoring. I hate to pick on the uh, the lesser teams in the league, but that's that's a number that you look at and you shake your head. I actually had to do the math twice. I thought that can't be right. But the Warriors scored 16 points and were outscored 40 to 16, by the way, in game one in the fourth quarter, and they scored 11 points in game three the other night. They got to fix that. That is uh, Boston's defense stepping up and saying, look, we're in the fourth quarter. This is our quarter. You're not scoring a whole lot of points, and we don't care who we have to guard. It was Clay the other night. It was Steph um, who had 31 points in game three before he uh, got hurt uh, and uh, got taken out of the game. That Celtic defense in the fourth quarter has been about as locked down as any defense we've seen in the finals in memory. It's been unbelievable. 9 o'clock tonight, ABC, game four, Celtics, Warriors. Again, I'm going to take the four points here. I'm going to say experience finally catches up. Game one, Jason Tatum didn't play well. He didn't have any finals experience. He went on the road at Golden State, San Francisco, and he looked jittery. Jalen Brown, no experience in the finals. He was great in game three. Al Horford got a lot of experience in playoff games, but until this year, he was the all-time leader in playoff games played without going to a finals. The all-time leader. Now he gets to scratch that off of his resume. So he's got a, a ton of playoff experience, but he's got now three games of finals experience. And the question remains, is three games enough? Are these guys now loose enough to just say, hey, this is nothing. We're just going to play basketball. We're going to play defense like uh, coaches taught us to play since January. We're going to exploit the inside against this small Golden State team. We're going to go to Robert Williams. We're going to go to Al Horford down low. We're going to have Grant Williams bang some people around. Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, those guys are going to take the ball to the basket and we'll see uh, if Golden State can stop us. They haven't been able to stop Boston enough. Boston has been able to stop or at least slow down Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and stop Draymond Green. So those are the questions that will be answered tonight, as I mentioned, 9 o'clock ABC. Uh, I hope I can get back from Lexington. I'm going to watch the my St. X Tigers uh, try to win a state semifinal baseball game against McCracken County tonight. McCracken County number one in the state. St. X is number three, although they've already knocked off number two, Trinity, in the regional final. Uh, also, tomorrow, Silver Creek Baseball, uh, 11 a.m. first game, and then they'll have a, uh, if they win the 7 o'clock state championship game tomorrow night, Matt Dennison will be on the call from Jasper for Silver Creek High School Tournament Baseball tomorrow. All right, a lot to get to today. Again, I'm at Old Capital Golf Club uh, on the Highway 62 out here in Lebanon. The Old Capital Invitational today and tomorrow, biggest event of the year here. We'll talk to Timothy Wiseman, general manager, a little bit later in the show. Uh, they've got uh, summer camps coming up. I know uh, WXVW, we're advertising the summer camps coming up in July. There's a junior Indiana Junior Golf event Monday coming up here. So, Timothy, a little bit busy. 
you'd like to see what it's all about, you can uh, go to the uh, OldCapitalGolf.com. Hit info at OldCapitalGolf.com if you'd like. The phone number here is 812-738-2277. Bats lose last night to Charlotte 4-2. I was out there. I didn't realize it was Indianapolis Colt night and the cheerleaders were there. Now, I hope my wife believes that. I didn't know that the uh, Colt cheerleaders were going to be performing, but they were spectacular last night at the uh, at the Bats game. Bats lose two in a row now. They'll be back at it tonight right here on the Big X, 705. First pitch, 635 pregame. Same for Saturday night. And then Sunday afternoon, 105 first pitch, a 1235 afternoon pregame. Uh, Bats led that game 2-0 last night. Got to see some former major leaguers, Yermin um, Mercedes, former Chicago White Sox. Charlotte, uh, the Knights are the AAA affiliate of the Chicago White Sox. Jonathan India, Donovan Solano. All played, uh, both played for the bats last night. Max Schrock, they were hitting a 2-3-4 last night for uh, Louisville. And uh, those guys will be back up in the big leagues. We know Jonathan India on a rehab assignment, as in Solano, as is Solano. They'll be back up in the big leagues uh, sooner rather than later. Robert Stevenson of the Reds got hurt, or Tyler Stevenson of the Reds got hurt last night. Yesterday I was watching it, took a foul tip off his thumb, and it was bloody and it did not look good. Uh, so Chris Oakey has been uh, called up from the bats. The catcher, his first appearance in the big, saw a video of of uh, Pat Kelly, bats manager, giving him the uh, information in front of the team, and everybody was happy for Chris Oakey. The Reds lose a uh, lead yesterday. They lose 5-4. Had a 3-1 lead going into the top of the ninth, but Arizona got four runs in the ninth. Beat the Reds. Five to four. We had an under two-hour baseball game yesterday in the major leagues. Unbelievable. Tampa Bay beat St. Louis two to one. Um, McClanahan pitched for the Buccaneers, and um, Miles Mikolas for the Cardinals. And I mean, they just did work. A two-run homer by G-Man Choi won it for Tampa Bay. But one hour, fifty-four minutes, time of game without a pitch clock, without robotic umpires. I'm telling you, baseball. When they get everything in line, it's good. when they get this pitch clock, these games are going to be two and a half hours at, at most. Uh, the Angels ended a 14-game losing streak. They beat the Red Sox last night 5-2. to two. I'd like to take, uh, take credit for that because I did have Boston to win in my parlay. Um, so I can end a 14-game losing streak um, if I bet against a team, and that's what I did yesterday. Bet against the Angels, and they won their first win under their new manager, their interim manager, Phil Nevin. Cincinnati starts a three-game set in St. Louis tonight, 8-15. Louis Castillo will go against Andre Palante. Castillo, 2-3, and 3.55 ERA. Palante, 1-0, 0 We'll take a break. Come back. We are at Old Capital Golf Club in Cord in Indiana. The rain has started to come down a little bit for this second half of the day, the second half of the day, tee times at the Old Capitol Invitational. Talk some UofL baseball on the other side. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, live from Old National Golf Club in Cordon, Indiana, where the Old National Invitational is underway. 
at this historic club. Uh, Timothy Wiseman, the general manager, will join me. I think he's going to join me. Now, he's a busy guy, so he's got a lot going on here today. He's going to try to join me uh, before the end of the hour. The rain has begun here. The uh, M&M Cards hotline is closed today. No calls, but the uh, Thornton's text line open, 502-414-1450. Download Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app today for great offers and savings on fuel every day. That's the Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app. Hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Texter says, um, the adjustments in this series, the in-game adjustments made in this series have been amazing on both sides. Yeah, they have, and that's that's what happens. Uh, that's what happened in the Boston-Milwaukee series. That's what happened in the Boston-Miami series. It's what happened in the uh, Golden State, their uh, first series. Now, they didn't need have any trouble with Dallas, but uh, that's what happens. I mean, teams make adjustments, and if you're going to win a game, two games in a row in any series, you have to anticipate those adjustments that the other team's going to make, and you got to make your own. By the way, the rain has uh, started falling very lightly here at Old Capital Golf Club, as I mentioned before the break. This is not a day for your Shady Rays. You can leave your Shady Rays at home today. Um, but other than today, when it's a sunny day, you know what? You need your Shady Rays. Let me tell you about them. It's an independent American-owned company started right here in, right in Kentucky. Changing the way you wear sunglasses, Shady Rays sunglasses offer an industry-best combination of fit, style, and performance without the big brand price tag. doesn't stop there. The uh, Shady Rays people offer the most insane warranty in all of eyewear. Every pair backed by lost and broken replacement. If you're on the golf course and your buddy Slugger from Audubon Park shanks his tee shot and it hits you and breaks your sunglasses, then uh, they'll give you a new pair free of charge. If you lose them, break them in any way, replacement is is free a similar or, or uh, the same pair that you lose they'll give you another one they also uh, provide 10 meals to fight hunger in america with every order they've donated over 20 million meals to date look good in your shades feel good by making an impact if you don't love them exchange them for a new pair you can return them for free within 30 days no risk when you shop with shady rays the team that always has your back and exclusively for our listeners um, 25% off, so you can try them out, see what they're all about. Use code BIGX at checkout for 25% off all adult shades. That is at ShadyRays.com. Go there now because you, uh, you might not need them today, but you're going to need them tomorrow at ShadyRays.com. All right, uh, Louisville baseball gets it going tonight in the Super Regional in College Station, Texas, against the Texas A&M Aggies. 8.30 game time tonight on ESPNU. I haven't seen the pitching assignment, but I have to imagine that Pleasure Ridge Park alum Garrett Schmelz will get the first start, just as he did in the regional last week. Uh, these, are, these games are going to be high scoring between Texas A&M and Louisville. The first thing Louisville is going to have to handle is the crowd. The crowd at A&M is crazy. Don't tell them I said that. I don't want them knocking on my door, but they're nuts. Um, it is raucous. It is loud. It is uh, disturbing. It is focus-breaking. Uh, focus and if Louisville can handle that, they're going to hit the baseball. But so is Texas A&M. Both these teams will hit. Both these teams will have trouble at some point in this three-game series with their pitching. 8.30 tonight, ESPNU, the uh, Cards and the Aggies. Actually, four games today to start the Super Regionals. 
Um, East Carolina at home taking on Texas. That's at noon on ESPN2. Then Oklahoma, Virginia Tech, fourth-ranked Virginia Tech from Blacksburg, uh, 3 o'clock on ESPN2. Then tonight, 6 o'clock on the Deuce. Notre Dame at number one, Tennessee. Tennessee is 56-7 and on the season. They have been the best pitching team in the country, and they've been one of the best hitting teams in the country. Going to be a tough task for the Fighting Irish, but that's why they are the Fighting Irish and not that we're going to lay down Irish. We'll see what happens in uh, in Knoxville tonight. And keep in mind, these, su- these uh, Super Regionals, best two out of three, you have upsets every year. The top eight teams are not in Omaha every year. The top 16 teams are not in these regionals right now. That's baseball. That's the way it's supposed to be. And uh, the day winds out as I uh, winds up, as I said earlier, number 12, Louisville, number 5, Texas A&M. They are two of the 16 seeds that did make it through their regional, 8.30 on ESPNU. For example, Oklahoma, um, they knocked uh, somebody out of of a regional. Notre Dame knocked somebody out of a regional. Notre Dame actually knocked Georgia Southern out, who was the 16 seed. So um, that's that's what you're going to get. And um, college baseball, look, I, it's kind of like hockey. I'll watch a little bit during the regular season, but I wait. In the postseason, it's incredible. College baseball. Speaking of hockey last night, my Rangers lost at home 3-1 to Tampa Bay. The defending two-time defending champion Lightning now take a, 2-1, a 3-2 lead over the Rangers in the series. The uh, Rangers led two games to none. It's I wouldn't call it a, a total collapse, but it's close. The Rangers had a two nothing lead in Game Three and uh, lost three two in the last minute. Last night it was one one in Madison Square Garden, and Tampa Bay scored with a minute fifty to go to take a two one lead. And in effect, in that game, they got an empty netter uh, later. Some other college news: the American Athletic Conference has reached a deal with Cincinnati, Houston, and Central Florida, which will allow those three schools to join the Big 12 next season. Now, why is that important? Well, now we get to see what happens with Texas and Oklahoma. The Big 12 was going to keep Texas and Oklahoma on the roster until uh, 2025, when they were going to move to the SEC. But now that they're getting these three new schools next year, perhaps they will be able to reach a deal and Texas and Oklahoma, if not this coming season, 2022 season, will uh, maybe get to be in the SEC in 2023, two years ahead of schedule. Uh, I certainly anticipate that to be the case. Uh, Louisville News Patterson Stadium, which I was at Monday, I was at Friday, will uh, or Saturday, will have a $1 million upgrade. Uh, Patterson Stadium going to have a million-dollar upgrade, most of the money coming from Jim Patterson himself. And, uh, you know, this letter that Jim Patterson signed with uh, a couple other people saying they wanted Tom Jurich to be the new athletic director, well, maybe that's forgotten all of a sudden because I saw Jim Patterson in the athletic director booth at Patterson Stadium this past weekend on Sunday with Josh Hurd, the athletic director, the athletic director that allegedly he didn't want to be the athletic director. But here they are getting along, and here's Jim Patterson saying, you know what, here's a million bucks, let's go upgrade the stadium. Going to put a new facade on the front. They're going to update, upgrade the third base plaza area. So that's all part of UofL's new athletics budget. They passed that yesterday. It is a record at Louisville, 114.8 
million dollars going to the uh, uh, for the Louisville athletic budget for next athletic season. All right, we're going to try this quickly. Hello, Timothy. Can you put that mic close and say hello? Yep. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm going to turn you up a little bit because you're you're a quiet guy. Put that real close. Get it real close. And, and yell this time. I got to yell? Nah, you don't have to yell. All right. Uh, Timothy Wiseman joins me. He is the general manager of Old Capital Golf Club here in Cordon, Indiana. How are you today? I'm doing well. Everything's going smoothly so far, so it's starting to rain a little bit. But we'll, uh, we'll it is. Through. What's that all about? I don't know. I, I didn't order it. I didn't want it to come. But Ah, there you go. I got you now. I had to push a button. That's much better. All right, let's start again. Timothy okay. Wiseman, general manager here at Old Capital Golf Club. Biggest event of the year here, right? Yeah, yeah, by far. Uh, we do a handful throughout the year. Yeah, this one's the most popular, the one we put uh, the most effort into. So, uh, okay. yeah, it was a good turnout. It's the Invitational. Who gets right. to play? Uh, it's first come, first serve. Um, so the people that played in it last year, they get the – they oh, okay. get a little priority and registration. So I couldn't have just showed up today and said, hey, I want to play in this thing. No, 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 no. No, it's uh, <laughs> not a huge process, but, yeah, you got to get it a little more in advance than that. Um, well, you told me it wasn't going to rain. What happened? Yeah, I, I got it wrong, just I like said, the weather. I said, oh, 6 o'clock. You said, yeah, we'll take that, 6 o'clock. It's not much. It's not. They're not going to melt out there. They may get a little wet, but they'll, they'll be okay. This is an, uh, you know, I've, I've been looking around. It's an unbelievably gorgeous course. How, yeah. How long have you been here? So, well, I grew up here, but I've been working here uh, for about, I think it's my fourth year here. So, uh, pretty familiar with the course. But, yeah, I've heard a lot of other people say, and I would agree with them, that this is the best the course has been oh, it's gorgeous. In, a, in a long time. So. And it, it's easy to get to because I came here today. And uh, so, if somebody wants to check it out, come play, think about becoming a member, what do they do? Yes, yeah, so you can always call our pro shop. Um, the, the phone number is 812 Seven three eight two two seven seven. That's what I got. Um, and yeah, just call um, whoever's in the pro shop uh, can take care of you. Or if you want to ask for myself or my dad, Michael, uh, we'll, we'd be happy to help you. But uh, yeah, tee times are always open and memberships are always available as well. So I can call and make a tee time myself. Yep. For yep. And you Thursday can do it online at, too. At, at uh, one thirty, right? Yep. Right. We'd be happy gonna, to help I'm you. I'm gonna write that down. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, info at oldcapitalgolf.com. That is the uh, website, oldcapitalgolf. Dot com. You can hit info at oldcapitalgolf.com just to get everything that uh, Timothy just said. So today and tomorrow is the Old Capital Invitational. Now, I know Monday you've got a Junior League event, right? Yeah, we have an Indiana Junior Golf event. Uh, I think we have 35 to 40 uh, juniors that will come from all over the state um, and come compete. Uh, and yeah, that will be taking place Monday morning. And I know I know I voiced a commercial for some summer camps coming up for, for the young kids. Yeah, so I do a lot of junior uh, things um, here at Old Capitol. And, yeah, I have a, a summer clinic coming up in July. It's July 20th through the 22nd. Um, that info can also be found on our Facebook page and on our, on our website. Um, so, yeah, we had one in June, and it was a really good turnout, and I'm expecting July to be a little bit bigger even. So, But there are still spots open for any kid that wants to sign up. What's your handicap? Right now, yeah. uh, plus four, maybe. Plus four. So yeah. uh, you're gonna, if I play you, you're going to go out there and shoot a 75. What about these conditions? Does that slow you down or help you? You know, I, I like to use it to my advantage. Um, so I kind of like playing in the rain. I'd, I'd rather play in the, the rain than the wind. Do you come out here and take people's money away from them because uh, you know the greens and they don't? Mainly my little brothers. <laughs> um, but anybody that wants to go play, I'm, I'm not going to shy away. 
All right, give me the uh, give me the pep talk or the uh, the allure of Old Capital. If I'm I'm saying, hey Timothy, I'm thinking about joining the club. Why should I join this? Um, the convenience of it, like you said, it's easy to get to. It's right off the State Road 62 here. But um, in my opinion, I think we have some of the best greens around. I mean, we're pretty good about keeping them fairly quick, and they're always healthy. But they roll really truly, um, and I think that's something a lot of people are always looking for. Um, and, and we definitely have that. So. That's one thing that attracts most of our customers. People at my age want to know what the 19th hole is like. It's good, yes. You can go visit Bill on the Hill. He's Bill got on a, the Hill. Bill on the Hill, yep. But, yeah, he's got some good food. He, it's it's hard to not order something because he smokes a lot of his food right oh, next to the 10th tee. You're killing me. So when you make the turn, you just get a big whiff of it, and it, it's hard to not go inside and order something. So I'm between the 9th green and I guess uh, the 18th is just so down the hill. This here, is right? 9 over here. Oh, this eight, is 9. 18's behind us. Um and, yeah, we're kind of here at our practice facilities. But, yeah, Bill's over by 10T, and, yeah, he's always got something. Number something one ranked hole is what? Uh, hole number four. Par four? It's a par four, uh, but water all down the right side. Um, I'm glad I sliced. Yeah, well, you better aim left. Yeah. <laughs> Timothy, thank you. I appreciate your time. Yep, I know you're, you're a busy welcome. man today that's got to get all these guys on the course, uh, keep them dry as much as possible. But, uh Thank you for having us, and uh, we'll talk to you no, soon. No, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Timothy Wiseman, General Manager of uh, Old Capital Golf Club here on uh, Old Capital Invitational, day one of the two-day tournament. Um, and we will take a quick break and come back, and then we'll have another guest. Why not? It's a, it's a Friday. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Not in studio. I am live remotely from Old Capital Golf Club here in Cordon, Indiana, home of the Old Capital Invitational, underway now. Skies have opened up a little bit here, and uh, I'd call it a steady light rain drizzle kind of thing, but uh, hopefully it'll be out of here. I don't know what the radar says, but it feels like I'm going to finish the day in the rain. Lawson, Eckert Supply Marketing Director, joins me, the uh, number one uh, um, sponsor of this event, uh, Stephen. How are you today? I'm great. I didn't realize he was a plus four. Yeah, he's he's a plus four. He, like I said earlier, he's the best of us out here. I'd say. So that means he gives me one and one half strokes per hole. That's un. That that tell you what my handicap. That'd be is. a good match. That would be a good match. I'd take the seven iron out and I'd use it the whole day. Because <laughs> I'm not I'm not going out of bounds getting a stroke and a half a hole. Uh, Stephen, uh, what makes this event attractive to Eckert Supply? Well, really what it is, is um, I think I speak for everybody at Eckert. Uh, this tournament is, is near and dear to our hearts. Um, one of the guys that used to run this tournament, the late Larry Bennett, he's got some relation to the ownership at our company. Uh, they're actually out there playing in the rain right now. I feel kind of bad for them. No, you don't. Um, <laughs> I'll be out there later. But anyway, um, it, it's kind of a family affair for us. Um, and, and the course conditions out here, they always make them premium. I mean, the value these guys produce out here definitely makes this a no-brainer for us to title sponsor. And you, uh, I, I look at the bench right in front of me here, have a blast, yep. LWB, that's Larry, right? Yep, that's his uh, catchphrase. And right in front of the putting green. Yep. I've never had a great time on a putting green. I've well, always thought 
my game is in in the in the toilet right now. Well, you know, I mean, game. putting's where you make up strokes. I know. Yeah. Not me. You got to try to make it fun at least. Uh, Eckert Supply, www.eckert, E-C-K-A-R-T, if you need help spelling out there, E-C-K-A-R-T.com. You can go to that uh, website to see uh, everything that Eckert Supply supplies, and th- those things would be? Yeah, so we are an electrical, plumbing, HVAC, data, and power tool wholesale distributor. Uh, we do a lot of business with contractors, but we also do a lot with homeowners um, and home builders. We've got uh, a team of certified lighting specialists and interior design specialists that can uh, basically outfit your house, uh, see what you want to do with it, and they'll order everything special so, for you. So you can interior design rooms for yeah, people yeah, we've if, got, you li- uh, if they need that. We've got a small team of interior specialists that uh, basically they bring you in for a consultation, ask you what you want, and then they'll put it all down on a ticket and it'll all come in on the same skid. So can you go to the house and I say, hey, tell me what efficiently, what should I move where and and where should I move it in this? Not necessarily the aesthetic of the furniture and things like that. Um, Mainly your your bathroom fixtures, your trim, lighting, everything like that. Eckert Supply, Eckert.com, E-C-K-A-R-T, Eckert.com. I see you got the tent tent set up there on the first tee. Uh, what's the giveaway here? You giving something? You giving away beer? What are you giving away? Down well, there? I mean, we've got our tea prizes. Um, we've got a actually we're co-sponsoring this this tournament with Milwaukee Tool. Unfortunately, the reps couldn't be here today, but a huge shout out to them for um, <clears throat> co-sponsoring with us. We're giving away uh, pitch fixed pitch fixed divot tools, uh, koozies, and then also uh, a Titleist tea gift. Uh, between Old Capital and ourselves, I'm just well. trying to see if I want to walk down there when the show's over and grab a. We'll gift probably pie. have some extras for mm-hmm. you. Just let me just know. Just checking. Yeah, absolutely. Stephen Lawson, what's the phone number? If people want to get in touch uh, with you or anybody else at Eckert Supply. Okay, you're going to call us toll free at 800-666-0255. It's on the temp, but my eyes are not good enough to see that. Far. Oh, luckily uh, I've got it memorized. Luckily so. I saw. I could see Eckert.com. I could see 800. I couldn't see the rest of gotcha. it. Gotcha. Uh, and your handicap is two? Yeah. All right. right. And you only got to give me a stroke of hope. Well, we could do that. All right. Yeah. Good to see you, Stephen Lawson. Thanks for Very having much me. my pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Um, I hate to say this, but get back out in the rain. <laughs> Stephen Lawson from Eckert Supply, the main sponsor along with Milwaukee Tools here at Old National Golf Club for the Old National Invitational. I was talking about Louisville before uh, my guest showed up. The athletic budget of $114.8 million is the top athletic budget in Louisville history. Now, part of that has to do with Kenny Payne's salary. Part of that has to do with uh, um, Dan McDonald, Jeff Walls, those kind of guys getting raises. But this also feels like it's got a little NIL involved in it. You've got uh, Duke, for example, just hired... Uh, Rachel Blake, I think her name was. She was a former executive director at Nike. She visited all the uh, summer tours, and apparently, according to a quote from her her own self, had a bit of cash on hand. She said in an interview that if she was ever stopped at an airport for, because of uh, the amount of cash she had on her carry-on, she would tell the people, well, she just sold her car. Um, she's now basically general manager of Duke basketball. This is an interesting time. It's a very, very interesting forum here um, to be able, as a college program, to hire a general manager 
to basically go out and find deals for these kids. It's incredible. I don't know where it's going to end, but, um, you know, this, this, these athletic budgets just continue to get bigger and bigger. The NCAA, of course, is a lame duck. They have no, no say in any of this stuff. Yet they're still probably going to come back and, uh, and bang Louisville with some sort of uh, sanctions, whether it's a um, loss of, tur- of a year of tournament play, scholarship loss, reductions, whatever it's going to be. I still just get a feeling Louisville's not off the hook here, even though the NCAA has less and less power every day. All right, Live Golf Tour. This has been a big week in sports. we got the NBA Finals. Cooper Cup got paid. Um, NCAA Baseball for Louisville. It's been a busy week. The Live Golf Tour has been at the top of my list of things to talk about. Um, The PGA yesterday came down with, as soon as that Live Tour teed off over in London, with a statement saying, look, guys are indefinitely suspended, no longer part of the PGA uh, Tour. They can turn in their card. We found out today that it is official. We had heard a couple days ago. Now it's official. Bryson DeChambeau. Going to join Dustin Johnson, Taylor Gooch, Kevin Na as uh, some American players that are going to go over and play on the Live Tour. Now, Phil Mickelson is one thing. He is uh, 51 years old. He did win the PGA Championship last year, but his best golf days are behind him. Dustin Johnson's 37. You could say his best golf days are probably behind him. He's a two-time major winner. But Taylor Gooch is young. Kevin Nall is sort of a middle-of-the-pack PGA player. He's not young, but he's not yet past his prime. But Bryson DeChambeau, Taylor Gooch, these are two young stars. And those are the ones that grab your attention. DJ's won a major, two majors. Phil's won majors. The only one he hasn't won, the U.S. Open, he'll play in next week. These golfers are saying to the PGA Tour, here's the deal. We don't care about playing in the John Deere Classic. We don't care about playing in the Shriners Hospital uh, Invitational. We don't care about playing the RBC Canadian Open, which is playing this week. We want to play in majors. And we are still going to be able to play in majors. The Masters makes its own rules. The U.S. Open is under the umbrella of the USGA, not the PGA. And the Open Championship, uh, formerly known as the British Open, Obviously not under PGA control. So if you tell Dustin Johnson, for example, or Taylor Gooch, um, you can't play in the PGA Championship, but you can play in all these other majors because, you know, those are invitationals that these tournaments, these uh, Masters and the, the Open Championship and the USGA, they decide who plays in their tournaments. We have no say in that. You're probably going to say, well, then I'm going to go take the money here. Unless you have designs on breaking Jack Nicklaus's record or catching Tiger Woods in second place all-time majors, then as long as you don't have a conscience about Saudi Arabian politics and uh, and human rights violations and the killing, the murder of a of a journalist, then you're going to take the money because the money is incredible. Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson reportedly getting $200 million apiece just to play. The prize money is more. The fields are smaller. You play Friday, uh, you play Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's a three-day tournament with shotgun start. Everybody's on the course at the same time. Shorter fields. 
more money to be made. If you can clear your conscience, if you don't care about the politics involved here, then you're going to go play. You're going to make more money. You're going to have more money for your family. If you're Taylor Gooch, who's a young guy, just uh, just getting started, but a future star possibly on the PGA Tour, why wouldn't you go? And Taylor Gooch, I will give him credit for this. He said the following. When he was asked about the Saudi Arabian politics and the human rights violations and what he thought about it, he said, I'm too dumb to, to get it to understand all of that stuff. I'm taking the money, and I'm going to play in the Live Series, which is eight tournaments, three, you know, three-day rounds, no cuts, and I'm going to make some more money. I'm taking a big chunk of money to play, and I'm, then I'm going to go make some more money. I'm not smart enough to understand Saudi Arabian politics. Okay, that's fine. I'm good with that. And if you're, if you're good with your legacy, if you're Phil Mickelson and you're good with your legacy and you're mad at the PGA Tour, look, Phil didn't play in the PGA Championship. And nobody has said he was barred from playing in the PGA Championship, but you have to believe he didn't play because the PGA didn't really want him to play. Same goes for the Masters. He had stuck his foot in his mouth, said some things he shouldn't have said, and quite frankly... I think he was banned for a certain amount of time. And I think he was banned from playing in the PGA Championship. And I don't think he's going to say anything because he's already put his foot in his mouth once. He just took the punishment and said, okay, I'm going to go to the Live Tour. Heck with you guys. You don't want, you don't, you don't want me to defend my title? Okay, I'm out of here. That's what I think happened with Phil Mickelson. I watched some of the Live Golf Tour yesterday. I got on YouTube on my television and watched a little bit of it. Maybe 15 minutes went by, and I was like, okay, I've seen what I needed to see. The camera angles are not nearly as good as what you get on CBS or NBC or the Golf Channel. Um, the scoreboard to the left is no fun at all. There's a little scoreboard on there. And if somebody birdies, unlike the PGA broadcast, if somebody birdies a hole, the score goes up right away. They don't wait to show you the birdie and then put the score up. They put the score up, and then they show you the birdie, and they, they tell you this is a replay. Okay, that's a small thing, but I didn't like it. I didn't like the camera angles. I didn't like the announcing. It was much lower quality than watching even a PGA Tour mid-level event on the Golf Channel on a Thursday afternoon. Now, the Saudis have a lot of money. They have more money, oil money, than any PGA Tour people, event, anybody's going to have. They have more money than probably everybody but Jack Nicklaus and Tiger Woods, and they probably have more money than those two guys as well. So the money's not going to run out. If Greg Norman wants to run this tour and bring over college golfers, young college stars, and, and bring over veteran PGA golfers who are a little bit past their prime, then this series will continue. As long as the Saudis continue to pump money into it, it'll continue. Now, we heard Brandel Chambly say yesterday, this is called sports washing. They are using a sport to sort of wash away the public's perception of them. They, they want to be seen not as human rights violators, not as people who killed uh, at least one journalist. They want to be seen as 
hey, we're Saudi Arabia, we're the good guys, we're a U.S. ally, uh, come on out and play golf. They've got Formula One teams, they've got a soccer team, a soccer team in the Premier League. They're, they're trying to do what Chambly calls sports washing. They use a sport to wash away the bad stuff. So you watch Formula One and you go, oh, I like that team. Or you watch soccer and you go, oh, I like this team. This, uh, who, who is this team? Oh, the Saudis on them. Oh, well, they're fun to watch. Hey, let's get into golf now. Let's, let's have a golf league going against the PGA. Greg Norman's been trying to do this for 30 years. He's been trying to build a league that would compete with the PGA. I don't know what his issue is with the PGA, but he's got a big one, a big issue with the PGA. And he's been trying to launch some sort of competitive golf league against the PGA for 30 years. Now he's got it, or at least he thinks he's got it. PGA has to be careful here. they got to be careful because you can lose Phil Mickelson. You can lose Dustin Johnson. Maybe a couple of young guys like Gooch, DeChambeau. But you got to stop the bleeding at a certain point. At a certain point, you got to have guys not go to this thing. Patrick Reed's thinking about it. Ricky Fowler seems to be the next guy that's going to go. That, and, and look, he's buddies with Mickelson. So I get it. Ricky Fowler hadn't won in a long time. Hadn't won anything big in a long time. And... Um, you know, he at one point he was the next great thing, and he just hasn't materialized as that. So he's going to take some appearance fee money. I would say if DJ's worth a hundred million and Phil's worth two hundred million, Ricky's probably worth fifty million. He's going to go. He's going to take the money. He's going to look the other way at the at the Saudis, and he's going to play over on the Live Tour. He's going to make make his green. I'm o- I'm okay with that if that's what you want to do, if your conscience is, is, uh, is clear with all of that, then go ahead and play. But the PGA can't lose Justin Thomas, Scotty Scheffler, Xander Schauffele, Patrick Cantlay, uh, other young guys that are up and coming. They can't lose a bunch of these guys. They can lose a few here and there. But as I watched the other day, the thought that kept coming to mind as I watched the, the uh, Live Tour yesterday was, this is nothing like the PGA Tour. This is not going to compete with the PGA Tour. It's not enjoyable. I, it, they're not bringing. It was like watching a pro am, or watching um, a. It was like watching a corn ferry tour event or a PGA Champions Tour event. It's fine. It's golf. I watch because uh, I like watching good golf shots. I like watching shanks, and I like watching good golf shots. So I'm going to watch, but I don't care enough about it to have it get into my psyche or get into my life. Eh, All right, it's on. I'll watch it. Now, I had to go to YouTube to watch it, and I don't go to YouTube. I go to YouTube to watch funny videos of guys getting hit in the scrotum with with baseball bats, okay? That's why I go to YouTube. I don't go to YouTube to watch golf, and I won't go to YouTube to watch golf. If the Live Tour is on from Portland, Oregon, and I can instead watch the Zurich Classic of New Orleans. I'm watching the Zurich Classic of New Orleans. I don't care who's playing. I don't care who's playing. I'm going to watch a PGA Tour event every time before I watch a Live Invitational Tour event. And, you know, it's got a little bit to do with human rights and Saudis, but mostly it's just what I'd rather watch. 
All right. Thanks for listening. Old Capital Golf Club. Give them a uh, shout out. 812-738-2277. Info at oldcapitalgolf.com. Great to be out here today, even though the rain has shown up. We'll talk to you Monday. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.